0: This is a Dragon Blazer
1: production. Coming soon to a podcast near you.
0: Hey, what's up? I'll leave you alone forever now.
1: You know this one girl with hair like this? Yes, that's Ramona Flowers. She's out of your league. You know her? Tell me now. She just moved here. Got a job at Amazon. I have to order something really cool. Scott, are you waiting for the package you just ordered?
0: Maybe. Scott Pilgrim? Hi, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. That's okay. You just need to sign for this, all right? So do you want to go out sometime? I say yes, will you sign for your damn package? So yeah, 8 o'clock? Come to this Battle of the Bands thing. You have a band? Yeah, we're terrible. Sir Pilgrim! I'm Ramona's first evil
1: ex-boyfriend.
0: What? Wait, we're
1: fighting over Ramona? Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm-mm. What was that all about? If we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. So what you're saying is we are dating? I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Scott Pilgrim!
0: Prepare to feel the wrath of the League of Evil Exes. Ramona dated twins. At the same time? (sighs) If you want something bad, you have to fight for it. Step up your game, Scott. Combo! Break out the L word.
1: Lesbian? The other L word. Lesbians? (laughs)
0: What are you doing? Getting a life. You want to fight me for her? Why on earth would you want to do that?
1: Because I'm in love with her. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Maybe next time we don't date the girl with 11 evil ex-boyfriends. Okay. Oh, that's not that bad. Hello, welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I'm your host, as always, Stevie Blaze, and this is my co-host, Ramona's 8th eight, uh, eight Evil X, Xavier.
0: Hello, um, no. First off, no, no. no. I guess I can be a little quirky, but not that quirky. Also, Following us as always is Toto Shotoroki.
1: No no no. See the only proper response to what I just threw at you would have been to say, your next Scott Pilgrim
0: I still haven't thought of my cinema mantra, but that's fine. Anyway <laughs> Anyway, let's um begin our synopsis I I should I should really um do you like some sort of musical tune whenever we like get into the synopsis or the or the Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that? Oh really? Yes.
1: You want jingles?
0: Old jingles. I have a harmonica. I could I could make a jingle out of.
1: I mean, I can make jingles. That's not a problem. You can yeah, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you want what's better than. Edited jingles? Real jingles!
1: Okay, well then find your damn harmonica. I didn't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah, but I've got like a microphone and my earphones on. And I'm ready to do this.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Alright, well, if you couldn't tell from the intro, we watched Scott Pilgrim versus The World for our comic book movies. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna tell you right now, I love this movie. <laughs> this is a this is a fantastic movie in my eyes. It's just fun. It's ridiculously fun. I love it. Uh but let's uh let's get into the synopsis. righty. So the movie Scott Pilgrim. Scott <laughs> This is pretty much how it starts. Scott is dating a seventeen-year-old girl, <laughs>
0: and he's like twenty-two, so
1: and he's twenty-two. Aren't I you mean, like twenty-eight?
0: But I mean, the th- weird weird thing is, like, like that's that's a weird question. Like, when when's a um when's a time in someone's age where it becomes wrong that where way um small age difference becomes wrong because because like. It's not wrong for an eighteen-year-old to date a seventeen-year-old. It, I don't think it's too wrong for a nineteen-year-old to date a seventeen-year-old. I think it is pretty wrong for a twenty-year-old to date a seventeen-year-old. Twenty-two-year-olds dating seventeen-year-olds is just straight up that that, that that's wrong. Well, just I'm pretty sure. The same thing could be said with like twenty-two-year-olds and eighteen-year-olds as well. But like, um. Because, like, at that point, they are at an age of consent. Like, they're adults. However, um, I I don't think it's the same thing if, like, it's a 30-year-old dating, like, a 25-year-old. Because there's a difference between a young adult who hasn't really gone in the world yet and people who are well into their 20s.
1: So you're saying that if your mom would have dated me when I was 17, it wouldn't have been cool. But since... We did started dating at eighteen and twenty-three. It's fine.
0: That's exactly the opposite of what I'm saying, actually. And no, I did not. I did not know that. I, I did not know that.
1: I was eighteen uh, when I got with your mom. Okay. Your mom's five years older than me. Same gap as Scott Pilgrim and Knife Shall. Except for I was eighteen.
0: Continue with the synopsis, please. Yeah, um, okay. that's a that's a uh some weird thing to dwell on. Anyways. Also, I got a haircut. I got a haircut. By the yeah, way, I, I noticed. I noticed. I'm sure you did. Uh, and there's there's hair stuck in, the, no, in my will, uh, microphone.
1: I will say this: that Snipes is really really nice, but it's like she's void of all personality <laughs> till later in the show.
0: Yeah, I like think, she's just kind I of think obsessed that, I think that's with the Scott. Point. Like, yeah, she's. She, I think that's her point. She's just She's obsessed. That's her. That's her motif. She's an obsessed seventeen-year-old who, who likes everything that's, who likes everything that Scott likes.
1: However, despite all this, Scott is a dick. <laughs> Scott's oh, a dick. Yeah. I love this movie. I love Scott Pilgrim, but he's a dick. Through a lot of this movie, he just is. Uh. Wallace, however, is amazing. Love Wallace. He's probably my favorite character in this movie. He's hilarious. Do you remember who Wallace is?
0: Um is he the uh is he the um very openly gay guy who keeps or is he the guy who who um texts who texted people in his sleep?
1: Yes, it's it's the it's okay. the it's his gay roommate, who is played by Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, Kieran Culkin, and he is fantastic. I love this guy. Number one, let's let's just throw in the gay representation. He's gay. He's very openly gay, and but he doesn't like he doesn't, he doesn't fit, fit like the a stereotype. He's not a gay stereotype. They didn't have him be overly gay. He just is. And I love that about him. He's a fantastic character. He's hilarious. I love the... I love all the stupid ways of him falling asleep and texting uh, Scott's sister. Who just yells at him. (laughs) So, I'm sorry. It's funny. It is so funny.
0: Yeah. Um. I feel like we didn't get enough of Scott's sister. I feel like she should have been more of like a presence or of importance in the movie, but, uh, that's just me. Yeah. She, se- she seemed like the only normal person in the entire movie. And we didn't see any of her. That's probably the reason though, because she would have made the movie too normal. If she yeah. was
1: it's there the too normal. Long. not the normal about this movie. Um, Ramona is pretty interesting. I I find her very in, in, intriguing. Um, yeah. And then Scott starts acting exactly like Knives is acting to him.
0: <laughs> huh. Only, you know, he started cheating on her with her, so...
1: Oh, no, my next point is, and he's still a dick for not breaking up with Knives.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: He's a dick. Um,
0: At least he had a good excuse when he did break up with her, but... um. Still.
1: Well, I mean... He's, he's still cheated. Wall- Wallace essentially forced him to break up with her. Like... Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> I love... He's, like, telling her to break up. And then... Scott has to keep on all go, uh, going. Double standard, because he starts cheating with his sister's boyfriend. Oh, jeez. Like, Wallace is also a dick, but he just owns it. And is like, Scott, you don't need to be a dick. Break up with Knives um yeah.
0: there's also the added fact that like nice is like 17 years old but yeah still cheat, cheating's terrible don't cheat on don't cheat on your spouse or or hubby girlfriend whatever yeah girlfriend yes I, that is the thing
1: i love the direction this is a uh interesting like i love like not for example there's a scene where Nice comes to see if scott's home and Wallace opens the door. He's like, oh, no, he's not. He just left. And Scott just, you just see slightly in the background, Scott jumping and breaking through the window and then has to grab his coat. <laughs> just Little dumb scenes like that made me laugh so hard in this movie. I, It's fantastic. And then we get to Scott meeting. Well, first he gets an email from, uh, the first evil ex Matthew Patel explaining the situation.
0: It's a fight to the death.
1: A fight to the death. And then <laughs> the fight between Matthew Patel and then Matthew Patel's like, Well, didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. <laughs> you insolent fool. Mm-hmm. Uh and so they have this ridiculous like Cut scene in a video game style fight or anime style fight
0: yeah I, I I honestly hate my brain for how I interpreted this scene i I felt this was all in somebody's imagination this all this all technically happened like all that the graphics and stuff like that
1: no it's great yeah and then there's uh, this game is very video game inspired um like every time punches happen like a high score goes up and up. And then they do the... uh, They they make fun of Sonic the Hedgehog by every time Scott defeats one of them, they turn into coins. Mm. And they acknowledge it in the show. It's like, oh, coins. And he's like, oh, man, I don't have enough for the bus ride. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, the the Matthew Patel fight is hilarious. Awesome action. And then we get Matthew Patel singing his song. And... (laughs) And people saying, is he a gay pirate <laughs> or a pirate? <laughs> oh, I think, I'm trying to think which one's my favorite fight. It might be Matthew Patel. I love the Matthew Patel fight. All the fights in for 1 are fantastic. The 1 is a little weak, I think. And I think they kind of rush it. But, um, yeah, I love the Matthew Patel fight. I also love Ramona's explanations to all of her um, exes. It was a phase. It was, well, that's, that's later. That's later. But um, yeah, all the exes are, you know, ridiculous stories. Like they, like the Matthew Patel one, he was the only non-jock, non-white jock. And so she dated him, and then they beat the crap out of the entire football team. And there's another one where she they destroy the moon. <laughs> it's like her stories are ridiculous as well. It's just like they go into the absurd as much as humanly possible in this fantastic movie. Um but
0: and like and like it it's hilarious because you get one where someone where they punch through the moon, um, where I don't know she uh get Gets with a couple twins, and she's like, "I was just bi curious," and <laughs> and that that one was hilarious because it was um the the one where she was bi curious because it was foreshadowed because every time um every time uh Scott mentioned boyfriends, she was like, "Exes, eh, um exes, like ex boyfriends." She's like, "Exes." and so yes, when when he finally asks, what do you mean by, why do you keep correcting me? And it isn't like that, that exact moment. Oh, that was hilarious.
1: Oh yeah, it's all great. I also love uh, Wallace's super uninterested attempt at telling Scott to fight. He's like, fight, yeah. <laughs> um, it always
0: kind of feels like the band is kind of the second secondary aspect when it, it's um kind of Shown as the primary towards the beginning of the movie as well, come to think of it.
1: Yeah, no, the band's cool too. Um, Oh, it is, yeah. uh, The next fight we get is Lucas Lee and his stunt doubles, uh, which I thought was just (laughs) a, a funny commentary on like action stars who, you know, have, I mean, that aren't Jackie Chan and have a bunch of stunt doubles in their action movies um cheeky. so he has to fight all of them and also I love the fact that Scott just is a fantastic fighter just yeah. like for no reason they don't explain that he's a fighter or anything he just fights and he's good at it i'm
0: sure i'm sure if if you um just don't think of it at all then everybody in this show, in this movie is a good fighter like like, he just... Like, of course he's gonna be able... I mean, the only person he didn't, um, he wasn't able to, like, fight off was just a, um, was a, a skateboarder guy, and a skater boy should, if we want to go with the Avril Lavigne sector. My cat. There's a cat over there.
1: And I love how, I love how he tricks Lucas Lee, who is by oh, the yeah. way, played by Chris Evans. Frickin' Captain America is the skater boy Lucas that, that was, Lee.
0: <laughs> that, that was Steve Rogers.
1: Wow. That was that was Steve Rogers. You didn't catch that? I did not. Yeah, I that tiki. was that was Chris Evans who plays uh Lucas Lee. And unfortunately,
0: love- unfortunately, because I did the math, uh, Captain America is not going to be until 2023 for our podcast. Oh, yeah. Hi, Yeah, we're doing this slowly but surely but uh, uh, my cat my cat's rubbing against the thing sorry but,
1: but i love how they uh, trick um they they trick lucas lee and he's like so you're pretty good at skateboarding huh can you do a thingy off that rail <laughs> he's like it's called a grind bro Can you do a grind thingy off that rail? (laughs) And then he's like, he 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 sees what he's trying. Yeah, he's seeing what he's trying to do. And then uh, he points out that all his fans are watching. So he's like, Of course I can. Watch this. And then yeah, he he goes too fast. And then Scott's just like, wow. Wow. And then he spills in the coins and he's like, oh man, I didn't get his autograph. (laughs)
0: <laughs> love that hi Tiki yes. can yeah, you stop it's... clawing on the couch
1: oh yeah I have more notes I guess I, um, I'm, I'm missing mine the next fight we have is the uh, the vegan Troy who by the way is dating his ex-girlfriend Envy Adams by the way, the song that they play in the Adams um I can't remember their band name right now. Clash at the no that Clash of the Demon Head is the name of the place, but um I uh, love I love that song.
0: That's also a, another aspect of this movie I feel was a little overlooked which isn't a game changer by any means. This movie was awesome, but um, this guy also has a ton of um ex girlfriends as well, and and um I think it would have been a really cool touch if um Scott had uh, like towards the end of the movie had um ro- 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 what what's her face um fight all of his exes as well.
1: Actually, wouldn't that be a cool uh, way to have a sequel? Ramona versus the world. Ramona Flowers versus the world. that could be the sequel where she has to fight all of Scott's evil exes. Yeah. only
0: be only that that that'd be also interesting since she technically did fight one, one of his like we've got um well, yeah. like uh, like knives. Yeah, um, which I just have to say is a very interesting choice of a name to give a child. Knives? Um, yeah, like, like I know you named me Xavier, which is a name. It's a name people can give someone, but like, why would you name your child knives?
1: It's Kind like, of badass, weird... actually. I guess, but still, <laughs> you, it's like... I wonder if there's a lot of people that decided to name their child knives after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because a lot of people's names for children are inspired by pop culture and things that they like. You're named after Xavier because I like comic books and the X-Men, and it was a cool name, I thought.
0: And the cat's caterwauling. And yes, I must, I must, I must com compensate my notes for the fact that I am commentating on the cat's activities. He is uh he is caterwauling at one at at one in the afternoon.
1: Uh, and another fun fact. Like I said, I really love the <laughs> song that Envy and Troy sing or sing. I love it, and that is actually uh the actress who sings it was a pop star. Not to mention, did you recognize the actress or or Troy? Um, that played Envy. I don't think so. The actress who plays N.B. Adams is Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers uh, is the uh, act- is uh yeah she right? the actress who plays uh Carol Danvers and Miss uh Captain Marvel is the same actress Brie Larson and she was a pop star before she so that's actually her singing. Um and then the, the basic I, st- I still
0: haven't I still haven't watched Captain Marvel yet.
1: We'll get to it. Um
0: I mean maybe in the next 20 or so years.
1: <laughs> or something like that. Uh, and Troy the vegan is also someone this this show has a f- fabulous cast. Michael Sarah already, uh Kira, Kieran Calkin. It also has Aubrey Plaza. Who I mentioned is what the girl from Prey looks like. Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza is the—I uh, don't know if you call her a friend, but she's the one that keep, kept telling Scott to not date Ramona Flowers, and it's the one oh, that yeah. gets constantly bleeped.
0: Oh yeah, I think I think it's pretty funny how like nobody in this movie bleep movie swears except for this one girl.
1: Oh yeah. She swears a lot. Yeah. I lo-
0: that's that's her quirk. Everybody in this movie's got a quirk, like I, like him. So, yeah,
1: I, I love quirk. Aubrey Plaza, and she's fantastic in this. Um, and then uh, even uh, even Stacy, his sister, is Anna Kendrick, who's very popular in the uh, Pitch Perfect movies. And Ramona Flowers is Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was in the uh, Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane movie, which was really good. She's been in quite a few things. Um, just so many good people. And then uh, Troy, the vegan, is played by the guy who, Brandon Ralph, who played the Adam on the CW shows legends of tomorrow and i believe he came in was it arrow or flash and um he also was superman and superman returns the superman returns movie brandon Roth plays superman uh so he's very well known um and he's great in this as well as a vegan which i have never met any vegans that have superpowers so that's a uh, I didn't realize you could get vegan powers if you go vegan. So it's
0: because because the treaty of vegans haven't haven't blessed them yet because they've been cheating too much in their lives.
1: And I love this fight was cool and because they were both Scott and Troy were both bases. They had a base battle, which was oh, really yeah. cool. And then, uh...
0: And then the vegan police showed up. Oh yeah, he tripped <laughs> them. <him in>, <laughs>
1: He tricks him into having regular creamer in a coffee. Which, by the way, if you're in a fight with someone and you don't trust them, why are you drinking coffee from them anyways? And Scott tricks him by saying, I thought really hard that the soy was in this one. And he's like, oh, first time vegan police comes and he's like, "Milk, milk and eggs, bitch gelato ate vegan and then then they're like and then you knowingly ate a chicken chicken's not vegan (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then his and then his hair goes down (laughs) and that's how scott defeats him with a headbutt that turns him into coins and he just says sorry about headbutting your boyfriend into coins (laughs) Oh, so good. Oh, that would have been
0: one of, that would have had to have been one of my favorite parts of the movie. I, I say one of them because there are a lot of really good parts of this movie.
1: Um, then Scott and uh, Scott and Ramona start getting in a fight because, Sox. in fairness, now Scott's a dick and he probably shouldn't have got so angry with Ramona, but. I understand getting a little frustrated that you have to keep on fighting evil exes. (laughs) Like, I guess I can understand the frustration there. And then he fights the reason why she says evil exes and not evil ex boyfriends, Roxy. And I love this scene. (laughs) And Ramona's like, I was just a little bi-curious. Well, now and I'm bi-furious. I'm just a little bi-furious. <laughs> I laugh so hard at this scene. And then Ramona fights. And then she's like, no, he has to fight me. So Ramona just pretty much acts and forces Scott to do all the fighting. But by, by assisting him with all the fights. <laughs> and the final defeat was because Ramona tells Scott about her pleasure zone. And so she gets defeated by pretty much orgasming to death.
0: Oh, yeah. The, um, because I don't have my notes with me, I kind of forgot about this, but um, I usually write down Notes of quote. Notes of quotes of sexist. Okay. boats sexist. Okay. Um. Yeah, Scott. Scott said, um, that I can't hit. A, I can't hit a woman. Yeah, you can, man. Just frickin' suck her in the jaw, man. You, you didn't. You didn't have any problem with the other guys.
1: <laughs> um, Roxy Richter, by the way, is played by May Whitman. Who's also a pretty popular actress? She was she was in the movie called The Duff, where she stars in it. She's been in a lot of stuff. Um, she's in the show Good Girls, that was pretty popular, um, which I really liked. Good Girls, I watched I watched quite a bit of that. She's done a lot of voiceover work as well. She's April O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series.
0: I actually like the uh, eighties like one.
1: No, 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 no. The the one that we tried to watch a little bit of it. It's oh the, yeah, the like 3D, the three
0: D three D animated one.
1: Yeah, she played April O'Neil. I, I remember that. liking that. Yeah, I liked it too. I, I kind of want to get back into it. Um, maybe with Remington. Yeah, but yeah, she she's in the show Parenthood. She was pretty popular. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff and does a lot of voice actor actor work. Um. after this um, they kind of break up and they have their battle of the bands and then Gideon gets his mitts back on her and then he gets in a battle of the bands with the twins this was by far my weakest fight because it's not really a fight it's a weird k- kaiju fight where oh, yeah. they're their music uh, manages to go up into one's a dragon and one's a, like a, a giant ape. And they have this giant fight between the music I don't know. It's weird. It's the weakest one because it's, it's like all the other fights have so much style and interesting stuff. This is just this is by far this is the only weak part of the movie in my in my opinion. It's not terrible, it doesn't ruin it, but it's just the weakest.
0: It's CGI.
1: Yeah, it's just all I mean a I lot see. of it's CGI. Um, but I do love him grabbing a one up and saying he's getting a life.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> that's so one of the few just... things it's one of the few things I actually remembered from this from the from this movie from when I first watched it and I don't even think I watched it from beginning to end first time there I just remember that
1: well and it's foreshadowing because he does get a life <laughs> oh yeah he uses that one up because he
0: freaking dies of cartoony video game physics
1: <laughs> and then the uh, um, then he fight then he gets in a fight and he finds out that Ramona is literally being controlled but he gets in a fight with Gideon who's also G-Man, they talk about him throughout the entire movie, um, he gets in a fight with Gideon and out of nowhere, after he defeats a bunch of Gideon's men, a sword comes out of his chest and says, Scott Pilgrim gets the power, power of, of love. love.
0: That's the power of love. That's, That's right. You the in the news.
1: Oh, and, shoot. So they get in a fight and knives attacks Ramona because Ramona uh she thinks that Ramona did everything. Oh, jeez. Ah. And Gideon is able to kill Scott Pilgrim. Then he talks to Ramona. Ramona's this is where Ramona tells that uh you know she can't help herself around Gideon and finds out she's being mind controlled. Ah. And Scott's like, that's so evil. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets gets this life. and comes back to life, and then he gets he comes back, beats the crap out of his people again. And this time he he tells Kim that I'm sorry that you know things didn't work out. I should treat you with more respect and everything. And Kim's like, "We are Sexbomb. Kick his teeth in." <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they're, 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 their 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 band name's awesome, Sexbomb. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. If I had I a mean, band, it, that's what I'd want my name to be.
0: It, yeah, that's interesting. Like, I mean, we've also got bands like Kiss and, um, what, like Sex Pistols? Yes, Isn't yes. that a name of a band?
1: Yes, Sex yeah. Pistols are a band. Yeah. But then he gets, after doing all this, he gets a, another sword out of his chest with more stats because Scott Pilgrim is yeah, the, the power, power of, self of respect. self-respect. <laughs> so then he, he gets in a fight, and then he stops knives from attacking Ramona. Like I'm the one that hurt you, not her. You know. And then they work together to defeat Gideon. And it's it's a it's a fun fight. Both fights are fun. And then he has to fight Nigga Scott. <laughs> oh geez.
0: Okay, careful with that for one thing. Okay, that I'm sorry that's that sounded wrong for one thing that the wh- when they said that there apparently there's this um there's this game um where they've got Dr. Eggman and then um Eggman Nega it's it sounds so wrong, man. It's way too close. Way you know too what? close to the terrible
1: what uh, I I yeah i mean maybe i i also have a feeling that it's kind of a masturbation joke playing with himself or fighting himself uh Uh, then they come out and they're just like oh man yeah he's just a really cool guy (laughs) it's like and then the knives recognizes that you know scott really loves ramona i guess and uh he did fight a bunch of evil exes for her so i guess he does and uh, she...
0: It's not It's not love. It's more like lust, you know.
1: A lot of people don't fight a bunch of dudes for lust unless they just, like, really enjoy fighting.
0: Keep uh... <laughs> mind, she hasn't had sex with him at this point. Maybe he just... Maybe he's fighting all these people just to have some sex with a girl. Maybe.
1: I don't know. But Knives is like, I'm too cool for you. So she goes away. and uh, And then... And and I believe she runs off with young Neil, who, by the way, during this movie, just becomes Neil. (laughs) He's no longer young Neil. He loses the young and he's just Neil. And happily ever after as Ramona and Scott go through the door. I love this movie. Um, But one second while we take a break from our sponsor. Yes, yes, yes.
0: In progress.
1: All right, we are back, and uh, hey! thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring us. Yeah.
0: All right. Now we now we enter into what like this is the uh extra movie facts category of crap. Um, hey, that that's kind of like an alliteration category of crap. <laughs> All right, when did this movie come out? Two thousand nine, uh, right?
1: comes out it came out in 2009
0: oh. so the same year as uh Dragon Ball Evolutions is it maybe i, th- I think i remember you saying it was
1: 2009 it's probably right
0: a lot of things came oh, out Oh, no, no 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 this came out
1: in 2010 2010. Oh. 2010
0: so about the same same year as um the uh devo's new uh album which isn't quite new anymore actually 12 years isn't really recent
1: <laughs> um yeah so a couple things is first off this movie is made uh the director is edgar wright who is an awesome director i love edgar wright movies um he also is known for um he's the guy who made Shaun of the dead uh baby driver last night in soho like some really good movies hot fuzz so he's done some good stuff, and he's got always got some interesting movie direction. Um, and a uh, couple things about this is all the cat ca- uh, band members in the band spent several weeks learning to play as uh as part of a band, and Michael sira actually apparently is a good bass player, and he had to dumb down his bass playing in order to not outshine the rest of the band.
0: <laughs> nice. I, I'm i actually a bit of a guitar player, and by a, a bit of a guitar player, I mean, I suck at it. Um, but yeah, I do actually have a guitar. It's back there somewhere.
1: Uh, this is kind of fun. Whenever the moon is shown in the movie, it is full and there is a hole in it because of Ramona's <laughs> third boyfriend, Todd Ingram, is mentioned in flashback to have punched the hole there for w- her when they dated. So, so they actually made sure there was a hole in the moon while they were talking. Um, so uh, I guess at the party where he talks to Ramona for the first time, Scott holds up a very badly drawn picture of Ramona and asks if anyone has seen her. I guess director... Edgar Wright said Scott was originally supposed to hold up a picture of Ramona from the comic book series, but felt the silly drawing Scott holds up was more comedic. That kind of thing. nice. But yeah, I, I love this movie. It is very funny. I mean, you got comedy in this movie, you have action. Uh, I mean, it's got a little bit of everything, I feel. Romance. It's just a great movie, so let's go with uh
0: hang on um before before we uh move on from the uh b- from the movie uh facts it keep in mind this is like a comic book movie, so we also need to address the comic as well um so apparently it was released in oni press oni is always a fun word. And first published in 2004. So, and yeah, he definitely, I don't know what the comic was about, but it definitely looked like the stuff you'd see in some of the games.
1: Yeah.
0: You can see that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they they did the game in the art style of the comic. Uh,
0: Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, this was based on a comic that was Kind of where um the whole comic book movies came in, but yes. Now moving on to whatever can. Now the uh miscellaneous crap, which isn't an alliteration, which sucks. But okay, uh, I wish I could hang him on my shoulder because he's more of a mascot.
1: Well, Hi! I one of the reasons I picked up uh picked this movie is because I, for our first comic book movie, I didn't want to go with your typical comic book movie that. You know, like superheroes. Like we could have done any DC movie, sure, but I wanted to do something that was more unique, but also in the vein of comic books. So I picked Scott Pilgrim. Plus, this is one of my favorite movies. I love this movie. Um. So what what rating would you give Scott Pilgrim versus the World?
0: Um. Uh. now this is not a really um life lessening movie um straight up but like there's some weird cGI which I'm not going to uh downgrade it for but then there's also like the weird cheating on cheating on a seventeen year old as a 22 year old is gonna I don't know I don't know if I want to downgrade this too much because of some something dumb like that but it's but it's also cheating which isn't dumb it's a pretty terrible thing so I'm gonna give it like a I don't know like a nine point five
1: I'm giving this a ten. Ten evil X's. That's what I give this movie. Ten, ten evil X's. Uh, I feel like this is about as perfect of a, of a movie you can get. It's got action, it's it's funny, it's entertaining. I mean, Scott's a dick, but that's kind of part of the story. That's part of his character. He he is a bit of a dick. Um so and,
0: and yeah, there there is um there is a. Uh... Character development, which is why I only downgraded by like point five. But yeah, it's definitely an easy nine point five on. I grade.
1: I love this movie. It's it's a pretty great movie for me. Um, but what do you think the Rotten Tomato score for this movie would be? Rotten
0: Tomato. Um, I'm going with. Um, an I'm going with an eighty on critic. And a 90 on audience
1: 80 on critic 90 on audience yeah hmm. I actually think this has I think it's a 92 audience mainly because I know I if I'm if I remember right critics normally like Edgar Wright movies quite a bit I think it's an 89. Uh, uh, I think it's pretty close. I think it's an 89 for audience and 92 for critics. Right. Let's take a look. I'm slightly off. It's an 82% for critics and an 84% for audience. Ah. Uh,
0: so you guessed what, like 90-something for critics?
1: 92. I was okay, off so. of the critics by so 10. I was,
0: so I was closer, because I got an 8, because I guessed 80 for critics, 90 for audience.
1: Um, yeah, I was closer for the audience, and you were closer with the critics. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Okay. Um... So what was your favorite scene in Scott Pilgrim? Or probably best fight. Which was your favorite fight?
0: Um, I'd have to say the, um, the bassist. The uh, guy with the the vegan, the The vegan vegan? fight. Yeah, because you got like a bass battle, which is funny because it sounds like boss battle, which definitely (laughs) fits this movie quite well. Ha 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 ha. Funny. Um, but like then with all the um vegan shenanigans, like, oh no, like, like Scott somehow tricking him by making making him drink um like a milk sweetener or whatever, and he and the vegan and then the vegan police showed up. I laughed my head off at that.
1: It's a great fight. I agree with you. It's it's really good. I think my favorite's the Matthew Patel fight. Um, just because it kind of it shows what kind of movie this is it goes right into it you got the song and dance that goes with it um him and his demon hipster chicks um it's just a really cool fight and it really sets the tone for what kind of movie this is gonna be so um so yeah i'm gonna go with matthew patel but honestly i like most of the fights the only fight that I don't care much for. And it'd it's probably be, it would probably be cooler in any other movie if that was the only fight. But because the, the other fights are so awesome, it really brings down that six fight or the twins fight. But yeah, there's not really a bad one. Even that's not terrible. It's just weak compared to the others. So yeah, Matthew Patel for me. Um. So, are you ready for the cinema mantra?
0: Um. Somewhat, yeah. Do you have yours ready?
1: Um. Sure. So, ready. My cinema mantra is: If you were to make a movie, and you had video game influences, like this has, you know, the the coins thing was a Sonic influence. A lot of the music's from Zelda. He got permission from the creator of Zelda to get the music to to be played, and he uses it quite frequently in this movie. And, um, you know, fighting games is definitely an inspiration. Um, If you were making a video game-inspired movie, not a movie based on a video game, so not like you're making a Mario movie, but if you were going to try to put video game inspiration in it, What video game would you put your inspiration into?
0: Hmm. Interesting. I'd probably want to hear your answer, too, after this, but uh, I, um... Oof. There's a lot of cartoony video games that I... that I'm a huge fan of, but, like... I'm pretty... I'm pretty sure that... This movie definitely had um more than just Zelda. Like the the extra life thing was um I think that felt more like a uh like a Mega Man thing as well as like a um like the the pixelated um head thing is a Mega Man thing. Like you get a pixelated head. Um, but I really like the um uh, I really like all the uh, video game physics of. What's it called? I know. I know what I'm thinking of.
1: Fighting games.
0: Maybe fighting games, but um. But oh, you disappeared. Okay. Uh. <laughs>
1: I have powers.
0: Yes, yeah, get like yeah. You have disappearance powers. Huh. I I like uh, I like Battle Block Theater a lot because not only can you like. Double jump and any games that that lets you double jump is a great game. But like, you can you can make yourself explode with a huge fart noise and any and fart noises are hilarious. So why not?
1: Um, I would go with. I would. I, would, Kirby. I, would
0: I could. I could also do Kirby.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of sucking. That might be a a different rating. <laughs> Um, okay, okay. <laughs> i'm gonna go i, I want to see i want to see scott Pilgrim versus the world but instead of using uh like fighting game type physics and ideas i want them to stop and like do tetris <laughs> like i want like puzzle games like fighting that that'd be amazing <laughs> it'd be so dumb i'd love it um or, or you know what, a serious uh doctor drama, but with Doctor Mario just throwing pills down <laughs> at people.
0: I'm surprised that Siri didn't up and say, "You know, what? Like, what do you want?" And because you said serious in the way you did, but mm-hmm. even then, even when you try to say Siri, then Siri doesn't really respond.
1: <laughs> so what's your cinema mantra?
0: Wait. Why- I need a score, man. What's my score here for my lovely, lovely Battle Block Theater? And and Battle Block Theater is a fun game. I think. No, it came out in 2012, so never mind. I'm
1: not a fan. Not a fan of your Battle Block.
0: (sighs) Of course you're not. Because you're you, You're, you're a weirdo.
1: You have all um, of all of video games in time and space, and you use one that barely anyone knows. If I had to,
0: if I had to use my mind, brain, space to think of every single video game, we'd be here for a lot longer than we should. Um. So yeah. Could we could go back to GTA, but you already said GTA when we did City Hunter, so yeah. Anyway,
1: that was a different type of question.
0: It was, it was pretty dang similar. But anyway, okay. So, imagine this movie. However, it's got its own little cinemani. I do not good with words. Imagine this movie. But Scott Pilgrim is a literal pilgrim, <laughs> and um, everything about this movie is um very pilgrimous. Pogrimesque. I don't know what the word for that would be. Um, and um, but Ramon still has her seven evil exes. I need you to tell me what at least one of these exes would be like. How how their gimmick would be, like what would their what would their funny thing be?
1: It would be Matthew Patel, he'd be a Native American, and he would like dramatically yell. Pass the mashed potatoes, pilgrim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll hand it to you for for how rushed that was. That's, I'll give you, you know, I'm I'm gonna give you a nine for that. That's good. That's
1: that's amazing. You know, during during the uh, thanks first Thanksgiving, you you have to fight Matthew. Uh, Running feather or something. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see how a um, how, how a random like bisexual girl would um would <laughs> handle the days of the Native Americans, like.
1: Because <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh,
0: like back, because back then um, uh, LGBTQ was definitely not as. Accepted. I don't even want to say widely accepted. Like that, I don't. I've never heard of a um of a. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of a bisexual when I was under the age of thirteen. I don't, th- Unfortunate- I don't think. Unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, she would probably be called a witch and burned at the stake.
0: That's probably. A, that, that's probably how um Scott Pilgrim would have beaten her, or specifically like Ramona, because she. I hate- would have, uh, <laughs>
1: no I, I i hate to say it, but they probably would have they would have said what she was doing was the devil's work, especially if it was a very heavy christian puritan type area that's
0: that that is what they did yeah they uh they were that was a crucible era
1: so uh moving on
0: <laughs> yeah, you you get a nine good job good job thank
1: you thank you. Thanks. Trying to go less offensive than you, actually. Uh, <laughs> yes.
0: Burn him at the steak.
1: Yes. Burn him at the steak.
0: Which is delicious, because steak is delicious. That is not what that means. <laughs> Alright. So what more do we have with this miscellaneous thing?
1: Yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I don't I don't think so. Um, next next week we should be um going into Iron Man, and after that, um we we thought we were recording when we said this, but apparently we weren't. Um, after that we're probably going to um do a uh, movie marathon with what's it called Hocus Pocus.
1: Yep, we're gonna do we're gonna do uh Halloween movies starting next uh. After Iron Man, we're going to start doing Halloween month. And yeah. uh, I think we're going to, because Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out very soon, uh, I think we should re- review Hocus Pocus and then review Hocus Pocus 2.
0: Wait, are we um, doing Hocus Pocus and then like um, the next Disney movie and then Hocus Pocus 2?
1: I haven't decided. Because Hocus Pocus 2, I think, is going to be on Disney Plus. So if it's on Disney Plus, we don't need to worry about. I mean, we don't have to have to worry about you know whether you have it or not. You have Disney Plus, so right. I think part of it's going to debate on whether Reyna wants to watch it.
0: <laughs> I guess there's also the fact that like I don't know, I I, I kind of want to keep the uh keep the uh, predictable schedule because when we get into um episode three of Star Wars, I want I want it to be like planned. So that I can get um my fr- so I can get my friend into it.
1: Well, maybe we'll just do Halloween movies on the ones that isn't our, you know, regular watch. Yeah. So instead of doing our randoms, we're just gonna do Halloween movies around Halloween, and then Christmas movies around Christmas.
0: Alrighty. Sound um, good? Yeah.
1: All right. Well. Why don't you plug those pluggables?
0: Why did you have to say that? Dude.
1: Everyone says that.
0: Ugh. Sounds wrong, man.
1: Well, you're just taking this really the wrong way.
0: I'm taking it the way anybody else would have.
1: (laughs) No, because literally a lot of podcasters say plug the pluggables.
0: I didn't know that. How am I supposed to know that? I don't... I only like listen to <laughs> two or three podcasts and that's like teching 101 and art. If you
1: listen to mine you would hear that all the time. We say that all the time. Just tell okay, us where uh, the new- <laughs> listeners can find you.
0: Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um okay, so you can find you can find me at a uh, Cryokinetic artist and um Instagram I don't post much, nearly as much on Facebook though I should be because Facebook's better. Um, and I've don't post a whole lot on YouTube, but I also have a YouTube thing. All of the same, same thing. It's all Cryo King artist. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the stuff.
1: All the no stuff. Twitter.
0: Twi- twi- no Twitter. Twit, Twitter's evil. Twitter.
1: Uh, yes. well, I do have evil Twitter. My Twitter is. Dragon Blazer Pro, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the TikToks at <clears throat> Dragon Blazer Productions.
0: I'm an artist by heart, so I'm a heartist.
1: All right, well, that's all we have for Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Auf Wiedersehen.
0: Um, ciao. That's not what that's not what Toto sounds like. Anyway, uh, ciao. Stop it! I'm glad you don't edit these last parts out.
1: (laughs) And then it was time for Toronto to drown in the sweet song of the clash. again please if you will like
0: and subscribe onto our youtube page titled coming soon to a podcast near you where all these wacky podcasts that where we watch movies and review them go
1: on i hope you all have a wonderful day peace